and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to one more episode of Masters of Home Ownership with your host, Marlene Cruz and... Jeffrey Hobie? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> I feel it's like a Broadway number, you know? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you're supposed to give it a little more oomph, a little more energy. <sighs> yeah. Go ahead. Let's, let's try it again. You want to try All it again? Right, please. Okay, okay, okay. With your host, Marlene Cruz and... Jeffrey Hobie. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much... That's better. That was it. Okay, that we're was, getting better here. Yeah, that was it. So, we have an awesome show for you guys today, and Jeff is wearing bright, bright pink. Yeah, to go with the neon <laughs> and the flowers. I like how you stand out. Thank really you. Nice. I wanted people to see me. <laughs> Because I'm so little, you know what I mean? Like, you can barely see me, and if I wear pink, people go, what's that? And, oh, oh, that must be Jeff. So today we're talking about renters versus homeowners, right? Right. Right. Okay, so what is the big, big difference here, and what is more convenient according to the times, and give us the nitty-gritty of both. Okay. I'm going to break it down this way. Break it down. Um, in America, there are about all a third of all homes are rentals. That number is, as of the end of 2020, 44,077,990. Okay. Wow. That's a ton. Like, who yeah. would have thought, right? Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the fun fact. What's the fun fact? 16 million, this is, I don't know how they asked everybody this question, <laughs> but just about 17 million people, about 38% of them, can afford to buy a home. Okay, wait. They can, but they don't. Right. And why is that? Most people think their credit isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. That's, I think we addressed that. <laughs> already um but that's generally the number one thing and later in the show i'll break down the the pros and cons of buying and not owning a house but i i find that when i get to the next part about how to how what goes into buying a home and yeah. how much it costs to buy a home yeah then you'll go oh now I see why there's 44 million people who rent, or families that rent. Um, one of the the craziest thing is is that the <laughs> median sale price of all homes through last year was three hundred and thirteen thousand dollars. That's with all the five million dollar homes, and there's mm-hmm. so there's a ton of them below three hundred and thirteen thousand okay. dollars. And but the average is that right and and the fun thing is is the National Association of Realtors did this survey with a ten percent down theme to it, all right, so you can buy a house with three and a half percent down or five or six or seven it doesn't matter once you get past three and a half, okay now this is the part of the story that tell us the nitty gritty of the story, okay. <laughs> this is the part where you're going to go, 
what? Um, All right, ready? Just like that? You might with more enthusiasm because, again, <laughs> I, I lack enthusiasm. The typical down payment needed for 10% down, mm-hmm. and I want to do this right, so I'm going to hold it just so I can get the name of the area right. In California, in San Jose, Sunnyvale, don't know where that is, but no. it must be really expensive to live there, <laughs> in Santa Clara, a 10% down mortgage, 10% down down payment will cost you 140 grand. What? Thank you. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10%. 10%. Now, you guys are like, hey, Jeff, what about New Jersey? Okay, yeah, what about New I didn't Jersey? forget about you. Yeah. In the New York, Newark, Jersey City, PA metro area, meaning like the Bergen, Pisces, yeah, 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 all that. Okay. Ten percent down is forty-seven thousand nine hundred and ninety bucks. But why the huge difference? Well, California, it, the average house is a million four. Okay. In that area of New Jersey and New York, like in that little realm is about 500,000. Mm-hmm. So that's not absurd. You could okay. still buy a a $500,000 house with $17,500 down, 3.5%. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You don't need 47,000. You don't need 10%. No. But so what are the advantages of putting down 10%? If your payment's going to be a lot less. It'll mm-hmm. it'll save you on mortgage insurance. And you know, uh, is that a considerable amount? Like, no, it's not gonna knock you out. Like, if you're sitting on a fence, and I said to you, "Oh, your mortgage insurance with three and a half percent down is three hundred bucks. Your mortgage insurance with ten percent down is two hundred and twelve. You wouldn't go what? And then flip back, you know, (laughs) and land in your yard." But it is part of not putting down twenty percent. Now, here's here's the the part why I even printed this because it's absolutely insane. This is renter households. Okay. All right. So when I'm talking about renter households, in this pile of junk or cool stuff or yeah. paper or lots of paper, lots of paper. It's going to tell you why the 17 million people didn't buy a house. Why? Well, we're about to find out. Yes, we want to know why. <laughs> what happens is, is it when you rent, it makes it difficult to save. Mm. Because when we dig into how much they charge you for rent wherever you live, it's absurd. And it's more than what in most cases, than what a, well, a house would cost. What I have heard um, from the people maybe that, like you mentioned, some people actually can afford it but don't. Right. And they don't want the responsibility that comes with owning a house. Correct. You know, the maintenance, you know, making sure that everything works, repairing what needs to be repaired and things like that. Do you find that to be the case? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Everyone... I would say almost everyone feels when they rent, they're settling for a way of life. Like, mm-hmm. a, um, 
I don't know how to put it any other way than, number one, 99% of all rental listings and rentals say no pets. No mm-hmm. pets. A lot of people have pets. People mm-hmm. love pets. This is the land of pet of owners. <laughs> oh, trust me. Sometimes humans are treated. Animals are treated better than humans. <laughs> right, and rightfully so. They're never. They never <laughs> tell you about like their horrible day of barking at people walking by. And <laughs> they just literally just jump on you, kiss you, and and that is what makes pets so darn awesome. <laughs> Now, the average renter, remember in San Jose, Sunnyvale, and Santa Clara? Oh, 104, did you say? 440,000 for a 10% down yes. payment? Ridiculous. Besides the fact you couldn't get a million-plus-dollar loan with 10% down, so you've got to save more than that. <laughs> but here's, here's the, the thing. This is what is going to make everyone go like a dog whistle. To a dog. See how I brought pets back into it? Yeah, I see that. Nice. It takes them 28.3 years to save $140,000. Oh, wow. But that's that's, not reasonable. That's why people rent. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) That's the huge problem because... Maybe it's because of their job. Maybe it's because of family and they don't want to move away. And maybe, you know, some people can't leave the area, you know, or branch out. But that's also one of the benefits of renting is that you're not tied to Mm. a house. After a year, you can... So, the, I mean, like everything, there's pros and cons to everything, Correct. right? So, it depends on the particular situation. Mm-hmm. But for people that want a home, mm-hmm. right, and do not go for it, the reasons are mainly, as you're mentioning, because they don't have mm-hmm. enough saved all at once. Right. Now, you want to know how long it takes? I'm going to let you guess. The New York, Newark, Jersey City area, the New York, New Jersey, PA metro area. How many years do you think it takes to save 10%? Wow. That's a good question. The I'm assuming something around like 20, 25. Mm. 20 or 25 is in urban Honolulu. In, in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's urban Honolulu? I guess in Hawaii. Oh, by the way, Hawaii home prices are Beyond crazy. But in our area, if you guys decide to go rent a house first or a a rental before you go buy a house, the average person takes 15.9 years to save up enough to have a down payment like that. Okay. Which is a ridiculous amount of time. It is, but it's better than 30. I mean... Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> it, 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 here's here's a lot of um, what I witness about this kind of junk is uh, when I'm doing an, an an application, you find out how much, oh, where do you live? How much does it cost? And then they go and, you know, it. a lot of life events cause people to move or to buy a home, like right. getting married. Right. Having a baby. Right. Having another baby almost immediately. <laughs> getting know, divorced. Yeah, getting, oh, that's, <laughs> that. if you're ever thinking of divorce, rent. 
because doing mortgages for trying to get one person to call it, it, it's a nightmare. I, I have a I whole show. I can imagine that's a nightmare. Oh my god. Yeah, like I think the most popular thing I could do is tell everyone how to do this, like a divorce show. <laughs> because you can save yourself a lot of money if you just tune in that day. Because <laughs> my God, do people make humongous mistakes? mistakes. Humongous mistakes. <laughs> so it, it, I guess. But the thing is, like, who thinks? Who thinks of divorce? Like, you're not when you get married or you're married, you're not supposed to be thinking of divorce. That's not the reason why you get married. So no. people don't plan that. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things are not planned. That's like death. You don't plan your death. All right, I'm gonna go. You know uh, gonna... I'm gonna go, Doctor Phil. On oh you. God. I would say, how many people do you know who got divorced? Oh. A lot. Um, ten. A hundred. Not well. Not God. Not a hundred. Let's say twenty. Yeah. At any time, did anyone come to you and say, "Oh my God, Bob and Sally are getting divorced," and you went? Oh, Oh my God! No, they're so happy. No, everybody sees it. You know what I mean? Yeah. More than everybody sees it. So yeah, yeah there's signs. There's signs. I, I guess my point is, is that don't go buying a house thinking your relationship is going to get better. If it is already bad. If it's already bad. Right. Um, here's here's another fun fact, um, which. We'll dig in. I'm just giving you the fun stats now. Then right. I'll give you the facts later. I'm wondering what makes them fun. What makes them fun? Yes. Is that it's context to your life. Like if I only talked about houses in San Jose, California, mm-hmm. people wouldn't even be able to conceptualize that living in Sussex County up where right. I live. Right. You know, like a million four house, they'd make you mayor or governor or senator or something. <laughs> you know? But – in San Jose, that's the average house, right? So, um, like, to give you some weird fact, in Seattle, most houses are going for 150 to 300 grand over value. No way. Yeah. No way. It's all that Microsoft what? money. Wait, what? wait, wait, wait. That makes absolutely no sense. If you want it, you pay extra. But what what makes that like a thing? What makes okay? Oh. You mentioned last time that when a house goes too much over, it messes up the whole area, right? The, everything gets messed up, the whole system, because it's like a domino effect. Right. But why is this different? Oh, it's not in nice. like certain areas. It, if you want to live there, that's what it costs to do. Like, put it to you this way: no secret, everyone's seen on the news. There was an exodus in New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody was moving out. You don't need to live in Manhattan. Everybody that worked in Manhattan kind of figured out how to work from home across right. the right across uh, the globe, really. Yeah, you know, because of the whatever that thing was that happened last year. <laughs> and uh, you have no memory of it. No, huh? I try to block it out. <laughs> and. Um, and and all these big corporations used to have a humongous problem with people working from home. Mm-hmm. And now they have a thing where they're like, we're saving tons of money, so work from home. And then what was happening was <coughs> people don't have to be near the office. There's two places they kind of went mm-hmm. in this area. They all went to 
North Jersey. Right, right. And this Florida. Oh, Florida. In droves because they have no state income tax. Like, it, you just mm. make 8 9% more. How about PA? Yeah, PA, I mean, some of the houses I appraised, done mortgages for, mm-hmm. where the guy bought it for almost 600 grand, mm-hmm. and I asked, is anything worth, you know, that much money? And the guy goes, no, no, they all sell for that. And I was, I was pleasantly surprised, because Pennsylvania, to me, was like almost stuck in the 50s, where mm-hmm. it would go up like 1 or 2%. A year, and then all of a sudden, pew, and that was because they ran out of oh, houses. the sound effect. What the pew? Yeah. What like, is that? Like, it goes up, like, pew. It was like a ricochet of a bullet. <laughs> it just went <laughs> up in the air, and I hit the ceiling with it. And um, <laughs> and that happened because, think of it this way, if you had a uh, an apartment so small that you couldn't even change your mind inside, you had to go in the <laughs> hall, and you sold it for a million four, and you had all this. Nice cash, mm-hmm. you could come to Bergen County or Wayne, New Jersey, which is a humongously um, overpriced area. area, and say everyone normal from the area knows, let's say a house is worth 500000 This is what every house is. Right. And then the bidding starts and it gets to 540 550 and this guy who just got Monopoly money for his place out in New York... Decides to six fifty uh, top me, and everybody's like, "We're out." That's just silly. And the fact is, is a lot of them are buying them in cash, They're, which doesn't require any paperwork or any no, anything. No, but no one will realize their error um, of paying too much. But then again, they wanted a house, so this is how things go. Mm. Just like in Seattle, I mean. I remember, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, when I told you that in Wayne, a house was listed at like 495 and it went mm-hmm. for 640 something. Oh, my God. And That's uh, ridiculous. No. And so in good Wayne. For the, good for the seller, right? Well, well <laughs> yeah. Like if, if you're the seller, you're happy. If right. you're the buyer, I mean, oof. You funny. will figure it out. It <laughs> just isn't immediate. It's. <laughs> You might be on the deck and you might go fall off your chair. You go, what did I do? You know, but you are not going to wake up yet because it's a contest. Every it's fifty people going for houses. Every house. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, so when is that going to? When do you project that starts shifting? My guess, we probably have at least another year or two. Okay. And the reason is. Oh, is I that, didn't think it was going to be that much. Well. It doesn't mean houses are going to keep going this way. <laughs> it just means that there's enough people going after every house, and there's not a huge supply of mm-hmm. properly priced listings, so mm-hmm. everybody jumps on the ones that are right. So there's still a lot of buyers out there. Mm-hmm. Like if, like what happened and what made house prices drop like 50% in 08 and 09 and mm-hmm is because there were so many people trying to get out of their home because they bought it and said, whoa. Right, right, right. And if there's one buyer for every 10 houses, what do you think wow. is going to happen to the house? The investors literally, if you want to sell it, I will pay 100 not 150 
mm-hmm. and there are people who blinked. Now, if you hung in there and bought it for 150, your house is worth, you know, hundreds of thousands more probably by now. Wow. You know, but that's why homeownership. Once you own a home and you're not going anywhere, house prices do this all the it's time. It's like trading, like, right? Yeah, very it's, similar. It's stock market. How it, how it works, right? Stock, I like that. <laughs> stock markety. <laughs> right. And let let me give you. I I don't know this person's math, but I'm going to give you a basic idea of okay what a bad idea it is to rent. Okay. Okay. What a bad idea it is to rent. Rent. Okay. If you rent, and I'm going to give you a number that doesn't exist on this earth or a place you would want to go into <laughs> ever to live. But so it's not a realistic number that you're getting. Right. I'm going to give you a silly number. Okay. $1,000. Okay. Easy to do math, right? Right. If you pay that rent, and every year your rent can go up 5%. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's your that's across the board America rentals. That's how they work. Right. You'll so pay, standard. Yeah, standard. They don't have to raise yeah, it, but but they could, yeah. and of course they will if they could. Right. Ten years, hundred fifty-five. I'm not going to give you the pennies. Hundred fifty-five grand you spent after ten years. Wow. Twenty years, four hundred eleven. Wow. 30 Crazy. Years, 832. So let's say. You might as well buy right. your house for it. Oh, God. Right. So if you sense. think about it, you're literally gaining nothing. Nothing. nothing at the end of the, uh, at the end of it. And also when you own it, and let's say your interest rate was five when you bought a house. You know, I don't know how many years ago, but. You always can refi and lower it and make the cost of home ownership cheaper. And then when mm-hmm. rates like last year got to mm-hmm. like two and a quarter, mm-hmm. you'd never have to refi again because that'll never happen twice, uh, ever. 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 So no, if you didn't take advantage of that moment, yeah. that's it. It's not coming back. It was very short-lived. Mm-hmm. I mean, it literally hit the bottom and bounced right back, back up. up. Right. But there were people who were... Actively doing it. Ready, willing, and able. Yeah. They really, everyone should. And and also, there's a steady supply of people who do my job that tell people something like, oh, I can get you two and a quarter. And then when it comes down to it, they're getting three mm-hmm. or three and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the sad state of affairs is, is that, Trust who you work with, because and how how do you do that? I don't know. I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, gee, thank you. You know, um, <laughs> if anything, if you smell well, maybe anything, maybe do your homework and in, in researching yeah. who you're dealing with. Um, right. Maybe check reviews, but that could be tampered too. Like that could be fake. Oh, right. Like if anyone's ever bought anything off of Amazon, and you see like. Five star reviews, and when you get it, you're like, "What? What? What is this crap?" <laughs> and 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 you're sending it back, and and most people who would give a real review don't bother writing. Yeah, which is the biggest piece of junk I've ever seen. 
you know, and it falls under my analogy I always use about school, mm-hmm. where when you're in school, in a classroom of 30 people, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm going to say? No. No. Okay. No, I I never know what you're going to say. <laughs> That's good. Like, it's, it's, That's, everything that, that comes out of your mouth sometimes is just, like, unpredictable. Okay, well, this is super unpredictable because you <laughs> never would have guessed this. But think about in this world, when you're in school, picture you're 12, and there's 30 kids in the class, and the teacher asks a question. How many kids raised their hand in your school? Two? Three? Four? You were in a smart class. Five. Those other 25 kids? Right. That's America. Right? And 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 that <laughs> is what most people do. They just return it. They get their money back. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Most people don't complain and write letters and all that other stuff. They because get, it's extra work that they have to yeah. do. Unless, like, when people are really angry, mm-hmm. that's when people tend to, like, you know, write these reviews. But to, to the point I'm trying to make, it's very difficult for people to know. For example, if I go to you, how do I know you're showing the best of you, you're showing your reviews, how do yeah. I know if you're truly real, if, you're, if you know what you're doing? Perfect question, actually. Thank you. I have perfect um, questions all the time. <laughs> I don't think you will ever find, unless you go back to the time I got tricked into doing those business card advertisements, like in a <laughs> diner. You got tricked? Oh, my God, did I get tricked. <laughs> it was, the guy was like, oh, you're going to get so many people. How many people go through this diner? That was his voice. I just nailed it, by the way. Nailed it. You wouldn't go, oh, my God, that's him. (laughs) I think I spent (coughs) two or three grand. Wow. To be in five diners. Okay. (coughs) And what happened was, (coughs) what happened was, um, I started calling him after a month. And Mm -hmm. I'm going, hey. What's going on? When am I going to start getting these calls? And he's like, hey, I put the cards in the diners a month ago what so i go to the diner i look and see yep there they are and then after about three months i call the guy and i said wow you tricked me good job i go that was fantastic get me out of it i'm not i just want out you know give me back half the money i I just want to go away right and he was like you didn't even get one one call oh oh thank you for setting up my story so I got this one call, <laughs> which was, which might be the funniest thing you'll hear today. So I get this one call with this guy who was obviously disguising his voice. And he called what? me up. Oh, when you hear this, you're going to laugh so hard. So it's mortgage humor, so maybe you won't laugh so hard, but it is kind of funny. So the guy calls me up and he's asking me mortgage questions, right? <laughs> and uh, And I know at this point in my career – this was many years ago, I knew I was being played. Mm-hmm. Like, immediate thought was, this guy, the marketing guy, okay, had somebody call having me. Having somebody <gasps> call me, just to, so that it, it would appear. So right. I was, I was, I was going along a little bit, because who knows, maybe the guy is just, maybe he's real, but didn't sound real. All right, I'll call you back. Uh, Because I said, how about we 
I just kept going, how about we start an application, and then we'll right. see where we, you know, like that kind of thing. And that's when he had to go. Oh, conveniently then, so. Yeah, it was so quick. So then I get another call from the same guy, but mm-hmm. trying to disguise his voice. What? Oh, my God. So <laughs> it was like two hours later, and he's going on and on and on uh, about a weird scenario, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I gave him great advice again. This guy just might be weird. And there are people who are weird in this world. At this point, did you know that it was the same person? I did, but I didn't call him out because I wanted to see where we were going. Okay. And when you hear the punchline, you're going to fall out of your chair. I'm going to have to pick you up. So don't (laughs) try to fall. So then I go, let's take it up. Same. Oh, I'm sorry, my kid. Uh, I got to go. I got to go. Oh, same thing. So then third call comes next day. Wow. And the guy was. It's the same guy. Yeah. Disguised. This time he sounded like a loan officer. Like me. You know, like we have our own language. Okay. Stuff. Okay. And he was asking questions about working where I work and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Just like how mortgage guys communicate to each other. Okay. Oh, what's your rate today? You know, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. That, la- that technical language. Yeah. And then he goes, so I saw your card in the diner, and I was thinking about advertising there because the guy represents like 30-something diners. And I go, okay. Mm-hmm. And he goes... And how does he know they represent, he represents 30 He called them, and the guy said, I have 30-some. Okay. And I go, where are you from? And it was from the same general area. <laughs> He's like, how great was it? How great is it? And I go, my God, I wish I could keep up with the phone calls. And he goes, really? And I go, yeah. I go, aren't you the same guy who tried calling me about the other two things? He's like, yeah. And I was like, cool. I go, tell you what. I'm going to I'll, I'll see if I can get you a better deal on the cards because I know the guy pretty good. He goes, you do that for me? Ugh, you bet I will. So he wasted two hours of my life, right? So I call the guy up and I go, if I got someone to buy me out of mine, will you give me back my money? Oh, absolutely. I go, here's his name and number. He'll be calling you in 10 minutes. I go, you could do half a contract and save all that money. You do that for me? Dude, I do anything for you. <laughs> Moral of the story is I got my money back. Nice job. And he shouldn't have played with me because if right. you just, like you were saying, if you just ask, right? You know, absolutely. You don't need to be a. More of the story. Be honest. Right. There's a lot of people who aren't honest in this world. Oof, absolutely. You know, like when somebody fills out an application, they say, "Oh, I make six thousand dollars a month," and then when you see their tax, you know, their W-2s, pay stubs, mm-hmm. everything, and they make 38 And you wonder, well, my boyfriend makes, and I go. <laughs> Once upon boyfriend, a time, I made. boyfriend going on the lo- No. And I go, but he's going to help pay. Mm, no, that's not how it works. That's So you just need to ask the right questions, right. I guess. What about the co-signing thing? Oh, very I don't want to go down a slippery slope, but okay. I'll tell you this much. Okay. With the 3.5% down loan, yeah. you can have a co-signer that doesn't live with you. 
Okay. So if you had a grandma in wherever, Florida, sunny Florida, and she has income of five grand a month, and she paid off her house, and her bills are $300 a month, and she wants to co-sign for you, that's a perfect deal. Um, what I tell people is, is that if you are one of those lucky ones, and I mean lucky ones because there aren't a lot of people who do this for people. Yeah. But if you are one of the lucky ones, I tell people to give me applications from who will because sometimes you give me three, I might use two or I might use one. And mm -hmm. you don't need to have all three on there, but they're all willing to try. Right. How many can you have? As many as you want. Oh, wow. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like up to eight, but I'm going to tell you right now, nobody nobody wants to do that. Nobody. Well, why would... If, if there has to be somebody that, that trusts you. There has to be some level yeah. of trust because out Very of nowhere... Very difficult to have eight, co like seven co-signers. The logistics of the credit and who, like having seven friends that all qualify and are all yeah, of them not, and, and all of them being in a financial position to be able to help you co-sign for but, the mortgage. But how does that work? I mean, you still have to have good credit and you still have right. to have good income. You can't just like have none of that and then yeah. have somebody co-sign for you. And <laughs> right. Like every, everybody's got to make it. Like it, everybody's got to be in the same pool of having decent credit and, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but sadly, you know, when you get co-signers, you're throwing away half of them because of one reason or another. Like, you know, like, remember Grandma in Florida? What if she only gets a Social Security check of 991 a month? Right. And where she lives costs 500 bucks. Grandma could have 850 credit. It, she's absolutely horrible for the right. loan because she'll make your debt ratio go higher instead of lower. Right. And it doesn't help that there's someone with an 850 if your credit score isn't good enough. But if you watch our old show about credit scores, there's tips on having grandma help you get nice. 750 good FICO scores. That's good. That's Thank a good. You. Did you see that? Yeah, that I got to do like. That was a segue. Very good segue. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, the, the, to talk about the the real quick thing about what we were, that dumb stuff we were talking about, how long it takes to save a down payment. Yeah. 75% of everyone pretty much rented a home or an apartment before they bought their first home. Right. That's why it's super difficult to buy a house if you don't have any money. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people have utilized their 401ks because mm -hmm. check your local rules on, you know, with your particular 401k about buying a house because sometimes you just have to pay yourself back. And that's generally been one of the things oh. that people use to pay for a down payment. A down payment. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah. that's another option for people that do have a 401k but don't have the extra cash outside of that, then they can tap into their 401k. Correct. The, it, it, and the, the demand or, or the the rule is you have to pay yourself back. Yeah. Like, if if your paycheck, and I'm going to generalize it, it's not perfect, 
But if your paycheck was 200 bucks a month go, or a, every two weeks goes to your 401k, mm-hmm. instead of that going to your 401k, it'll go to your 401k money you borrowed. And then when it fills back up that money after X amount of years, 10 years, whatever, mm-hmm. then it starts accumulating again. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what people do. Now, here's a fun fact. Remember I told you it doesn't have to be your money for the down payment. It could be gift money. Has to be a blood relative. Why has to be blood relative? Why can't you have like a friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a nice person? Mm-mm. <laughs> there are no nice people. <laughs> but the reason why is because <laughs> nobody's going to believe that that somebody they're giving you something for nothing. Right. What they worry about is that you borrow the money from the wrong place. Mm. and it's not really a gift, and you're not going to be able to afford it to pay them back. That's right. why we say blood relatives, because that, it's more plausible. Than but, okay, so is that a, a law, or is that like a common... No, that's, that's a rule. I guess a rule for a mortgage is that it has to be a blood relative. But it doesn't have to be legally. I guess that's my question. What do you mean, legal? So is there a legal restriction, or is that more of a rule within the world of mortgage? But there could be exceptions then. Yeah. Like, if you're... Because if it's not a if it's not a legal situation, there could be exceptions if anybody wanted to make one. Right. That's that's why I asked. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, speak it onto the into the world. There are exceptions. How about that? <laughs> now, here this is this is the thing. Twenty seven percent of the people who bought a home use gift funds, and a hundred percent of the time. I asked them if they would adopt me. Yes, please, Jess. Can you ask them if yeah. they would adopt me too? Yeah, I, I say... Like, we, could be, we could be brothers and sisters, like siblings. Yeah, you know where I mean? they fight over, like, <laughs> like uh, one uncle gives 25 grand, the other <laughs> aunt gives 25 grand, and this one, and then they end up having, like, 100 grand for, like, nice. a $300,000 house, and I'm like... I'm looking around my family tree, trying to shake it, going, "Where's that? I don't have where's one that generosity." Of that. Yeah, I have none of that, and and these people have boatloads of it, you know. And okay, and, Jeff, let's do something. So if you find these people and they adopt right, you, right. tell them to adopt me too. I will. If like they're a that, thing. If they're that kind, I'm going to, <laughs> you know, figure out the whole <laughs> gist of how to get them to uh, you know put bring me into the fold absolutely you that's know, nice those are people that drive a car for 2 years and they're like I don't want it anymore take it and you're like what you know rich people i i don't have any rich people <laughs> so um yeah that's that's the truth of the matter so um oh my god now one quick thing i'm going to Make a point of we have twenty minutes left. Is that an accurate yes. statement? Yes. I'll try to bang this out, and then when everybody uh, settles down, twenty-one minutes actually. When everybody settles down, because they're not going to be able to take notes, because I'm going to go quick. Okay. But when this all settles down and everybody figures out what I just said, they're all going to go, "Whoa, you ready?" I'm ready for the whoa. This is a big, huge thing. Okay. Big, huge thing, ladies and gentlemen. 
people people are always <laughs> paying for a home in terms of a rental or a mortgage, right? Right. It's just a matter of whether it's for themselves right. or for a landlord. Right. So you're either making someone else rich by knocking down their principal and getting them more equity, right. or you're doing it. You're basically paying yourself because mm -hmm. as you break it down, your equity builds. So whenever it's time for you to sell and you know cash in your chips and move right. to Florida, it seems to be the trend nowadays. Yeah, what is the thing with Florida now? I want to move to Florida. Mostly tax. I mean, and everything looks. I was just there. I got so burned. Oh my lord. No, it's so hot in Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And uh, and. It is like nothing ever happened. Like, you know how I pretend nothing ever happened? They really live it. <laughs> like, when you're there, you're just like, wow, there's not, you couldn't find a mask. Like, not even in a store. They're just, it's over. It's gone. It's, they it just didn't decided exist. unilaterally, it's out. We're done. It, we've had enough of this. And um, I know where there are masks. Um, they're in Disneyland. Like, or World, Disney World. If you go to Disney World, you can't even you can take it down to take a sip and whoop right back up. <laughs> they don't want any problems, but everywhere else, you know, enjoy that. Uh, enjoy the, the freedom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, you may have asked me. I think you did about like why people rent and stuff. Like unstable yes. employment is a huge reason to rent because. Right. If you have a job that tends to end for the winter and kick back in in March mm -hmm. or April, you know, those kind of seasonal jobs or landscapers, if it rains all month, like, it's way more dangerous to have a house. How about um, people like myself that are entrepreneurs that are self-employed? We have loans for everybody, literally everybody. Now... I was How is it easier or more difficult? Well, I'll tell you what. Do you guys remember when, if you know, for your younger kids, you'll have to research it on Google. Google it. But back in like 03, 04, 05, 06, there used okay. to be loans where people, self-employed people, mm -hmm. used to be able to get a house without showing anything. Anything. Credit score. Period. End of story. It's a wrap. Wow. That would be nice. It's back. It's absolutely back. We They don't check pretty much anything. Um, the rate's higher, but you for that freedom of stress and everything else, you've got to put down <laughs> like 20 25%, but you can buy anything. And that's for investment property. Like if you mm -hmm. said... Jeff, I'd like an investment property today. Sure. No problem. It's not but a problem. But for that, then you have to have a good capital to be able to have right. a good down payment of like 20% or more. Right. Capital is the key. Like, if it, you ever hear the saying, it takes money to make money. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, I've lived that saying. <laughs> and then in like 08, 09, you know, during the pandemic and all that other fun junk, um, when people were losing houses and the foreclosure crisis, people were getting houses for half price. And then because they were the ones with the money. Remember I said there was more homes 
than buyers. Right. So the people with all the money would come up out of the ground. I'm not calling you <laughs> ground. Uh, oh, people live under, under the ground, <laughs> like a groundhog or perhaps a cellar dweller. But they come out to say, I'm going to buy up 10 houses for the cost of 20. Wow. And maybe they buy them to resell them for 100% of the value, and some mm-hmm. of them they rent. And they rent, 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 rent until prices go really high, and then they go, Phew. Now, that's also a disadvantage of renting, and this happens a lot. It's, I get probably two or three of these calls a month where somebody goes, I have 45 days to move. I go, do you have a house? No. My landlord just told me that he sold the house. Wow. And Are they supposed to tell you with, like, sufficient amount of time? Yeah, they can pretty much tell you I sold the house. And, you know, you can get two months to leave. Mm-hmm. If the, not to get legal, but you really can't kick anybody out mm-hmm. of their house yet. And in July, all bets that's are gone. off. All bets are off. It seems uh, that's what the growing. So now theme it's is. the end of July. So it's a, a, it's a one more month. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Biden gave everybody one more month to get their affairs in order. I guess is the term. And. Uh, like the people who are going to get foreclosed mm-hmm. that we talked about in episode one and two. Right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is about to happen. Um, so, yeah. So this is the time for people to get their things together to do whatever it is that they need to do to pay whatever it is that they need to pay to talk to their landlords. You know, and be nice. (laughs) Let me warn you. There are a lot of landlords. They're all not bad. Most of them aren't. But there's a lot of landlords out there who their tenants figured out they didn't have to pay rent because they can't get kicked out. So they could have, it could be over, you know, a year. Wow. Or more that haven't paid a cent. Yeah. And um, or and that's and tough too. I mean, we have to get on in, in their shoes and understand their part as well. I mean, think about it. if you bought a two-family house and you needed that rental income to help you pay the mortgage. Absolutely. And you're literally paying for a house you're living in with the tenant above you, and for the last year and a half, they that's haven't tough. paid. Absolutely. And now you've been killing yourself, and you just saw them get a new car. Right. And you know. Because um, there are really people that have had difficulties, but there right. are other people that really took, a, took advantage of the shocker, situation. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, there are people who take advantage of, you know, you hear a lot on the news or amongst, you know, business owners that they can't find workers because they make more on unemployment. Unfortunately, yeah, true. And and that's why, you know, when you, when you have... Um, Landlords, it, it it's it's hard to be one. So think about it this way: I I had uh, someone who works with me was trying to buy a house all summer, last summer, summer, <laughs> and and the summer into the that. fall, and 
ended up having to rent because the houses, let's say, started out at 450, mm-hmm. but the selection of what you get for 450, like you know, like I tell her, like I tell everyone, you make a list of, I want this, mm-hmm. I'll I can live with this, but I can't live, live with, with that, that. you right. know, and of what she was looking for, it started off at 450, then she blinked twice, I think, maybe it was three times, <laughs> and then the houses got to five. And then they were almost the six. Wow. And, um. Yeah, because that happened pretty quickly. In this area. In this area. Oh, wow. And I said, um, there's no way that could sustain, um, if you end up buying one, you're literally going to throw away your money because it can't sustain it. Right, right. It's going to go right back down. Right. It, it, it can't. It can't keep it up. It was, it was a very short period of time and, and um, a lot of things. That's that also good to keep in mind when when prices are like so high like that. You know that you are if you want to sell this home later on, you're going to eventually lose money right. because it cannot be sustained. Really, the market is going to go down for those people who, you know, the people who put overpay down like the six hundred grand right. the ones who came from New York. That's not going to affect them even a minuscule amount. Mm. But if you bought your house with three and a half percent down, and and for whatever reason you need to move, and the house you, house you bought was a half a million, and now it's worth four fifty, you got a problem. Yeah. Potentially a huge one, and uh, and that's what happens. Or you lose your job, and all that money you saved is gonna be gone. So for those people that have let's say the opportunity to give a little more in down payment and get an investment property without so many of the paperwork and stuff like that. Because I think what is very consuming for people is, one, that they're scared of the process, you know, um, two, that they don't know who to go to. They don't don't find somebody that's reputable, right, that that knows what they're doing, really. Right. That um, happens a lot. <laughs> and and three, they're they're they don't have good credit. So for those people, what is the process like? It it actually not only encompasses business owners or people who make their money like have cash, have, you know, or have really creative accounting skills. Really creative accounting skills. And also <laughs> with uh people who have less than acceptable credit to buy a house. Everybody falls into the same bucket. And what I mean by that is people who I could have fixed their scores just because they didn't know, not because I'm a superhero, but just because they didn't know, and make them a, a 680, and then they can have every advantage that someone with a 780 has, they meet the wrong person, and this happens a lot because a lot of loan officers are making more money than they ever did, and they don't waste a minute on someone with below mm-hmm. scores. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, that's when they send them home for a year. Yeah, and and the thing is, is that more often than not, they they hear the news. I can't help you. Go away, and they go. See, I knew it. I can't yeah. buy. And they go and crawl under a rock and try to not let anyone try to convince them it's a good idea to go try again, Mm -hmm. you know, because they trusted 
kind of goes back to the beginning of the show, right? Right. right. And with business owners, they just want to know, can I get it done or not? Right. You know, like, what do I have to do? What is this? Mm -hmm. What is that? I mean, I I literally just um, had had a guy who owns six, seven properties, like investment properties. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, and he said to me, oh, how hard is this going to be because the last ones took years off my life and blah, 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 Because it is unbelievably paperwork consuming. Oh, my God. For them, you know, and letters. and. Why is it so consuming? Because everybody does the CYA when you're doing an investment property because they're the first things to go bad because of tenants don't have to pay. So they want to make sure they cover every base to give them 300 grand or four. They really want to know, mm-hmm. you know, every aspect of this fella's um, or financial. lady's uh, financial situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, oh, I found the perfect house, blah, 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 blah what he sounded like if he um, sees this he'll punch a hole through me. <laughs> but um the the thing is is that i said this is all i need bing bang boom bing bing bang boom yeah wait 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 Jeff. three things bing bang boom it just like that three things that's the international international not national international symbol for three things <laughs> bing bang boom and uh <laughs> and then i go and fill out this piece of paper and he goes and then what and I go, and then you can get a loan? What? And I was like, yeah. Why do you, do you want me to make it harder? Because I'm more than happy to make this harder for you. And he was. So, but, but why sometimes it's hard with some people and sometimes it's, it's easy with, like, I don't understand that difference. Oh, kind of like the same thing about the beginning about trust. Mm-hmm. If you don't work with a loan officer, and we'll just use loan officer for this conversation, it could be realtor, mm-hmm. it could be tax attorney, it could be real estate attorney for that matter. I'm not going to call them out because they know where I work. <laughs> but um, if you're working with a loan officer that doesn't know all the different opportunities for mm. you, or you work with a loan officer who doesn't also have what I like to call the round table. And remember the knights? You know what I mean, right? Yeah, King yeah, Arthur yeah. and all that. Yeah, 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 but what's a, a round table in the mortgage world? A round table in the mortgage world? I almost sat up for that. <laughs> a round wow. table is where you have like-minded loan Okay, officers. yes, yes, yes. And you are able to have conversations about. Nice. Like I could say to you, I got mm-hmm. this. Bing, bang, boom. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Bing, bang, boom. Right. I'm (laughs) describing you. Bing, bang, boom. And here's all the downs and here's all the ups. Right. And one of them usually says, and on this roundtable are underwriters. Those are the people that approve it. Mm -hmm. Processors, they're the ones who go through it. They're the ones in the trenches with each customer. Right. And, uh... And then they say, oh, this is how we did it. Just have her write this letter, have the accountant write this mm-hmm. letter, and make sure this is okay. And then 
you run back and you check to see the tax returns and you didn't check some box. I have no idea. I'm just making crap up. But right. you get my point. And then you go through it and you go, I did it because you roundtabled it. Nice. And, and But how easy or difficult it is to find that nice round table? Most people don't. don't have a round table. I see. Most people are so important to well, them. Well, you see, this table here is round. Right. It's got dents yeah. in it, though, yeah, like a yeah. golf ball. Yeah, but it's okay. It's a round table. We have, you know, we could have all these people Is this around. a poker table? Like, that's a double for poker? <laughs> we should film that. But uh, in, in, in all honesty, most of the people I know stay in... Mem- wow, this is so Lion King right now. The circle of life? The circle of life, yeah. Remember how I was saying, like, loan officers, they see someone with lower scores, and maybe they don't know how to fix credit, but they just send someone back under the rock? Right. Some There's so much money being made or has been made that they literally only focus on one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, I'm putting 30% down on a – I could do that loan sleeping, you know, on a house, you know, but the one where the – the 589 FICO score and they're trying to buy a house because they're living in a two-bedroom apartment with three kids and those are the ones that keep me up at night because I want to give them what they want. Right, and you know they're not going to be receiving that help anywhere else because they'll be sent under the rock. No, because life got in their way and, and unfortunate things and it's just once I hear the story now I'm going to be compelled yeah, your heart it, melts. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's, I don't know if it melt melts, but um, my point is, is that I I'm telling you that people generally focus on one thing. So if you call mm-hmm. the normal mm-hmm. whatever, oh, oh, and if you as a business owner called up the bank, mm-hmm. not going to say the name of the bank. No, no name. You told me it's illegal. No, no name. <laughs> but. A big bank, like a commercial, a bank that does commercial loans. Yes. And commercials on TV, okay. if you understand what I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. Okay. And you went in there and asked for a loan. You would let, leave there thinking you're worthless. And it's impossible. And impossible. It's never going to happen. No. Yeah. And and that's the sad thing is that yeah. what was if that was your only shot, like if you said this Certain yeah. bank advertises yeah. every hour. They yes. must want me. They must know too how to solve my problem, and they Absolutely. must want. They're to. so big. Right? How could they not want right. to help me? They too fall under the just one the, thing. A sniper rifle. They really mm-hmm. are just thinking about one thing, not many things. And yeah. sadly, you know, I, I I had a customer come to me, and um, I I don't have to write every I would love to write every loan in the world but the thing is is I sent this young lady who wished of owning a farm her mm-hmm. whole life is farm and I asked, and I asked a simple question this just happened like a month and a half ago I go why and she said because I just do and I go I don't get it <laughs> You know, and it's all about horses and growing this and growing that and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But 
I gave her an hour of the best advice in the world of going to the SBA and they help women own businesses and mm. extra special work for women than men. I thought it was supposed to be equal, but nope, they get the, <laughs> Hey, they, I don't mind that. No, no, no. You shouldn't because... I don't mind that at all, actually. I mean, for a million years, it wasn't that way. You right. know what I mean? Right. And um, But right. they they <laughs> want to make sure you open a business or you're funding something for your business or whatever that you're not going to fail. They make sure you're not going to fail because they make sure you learn it, it all. And I remember there was a place in Morristown where a bunch of former CEOs of mm-hmm. big companies, mm-hmm. women CEOs, would sit and counsel nice. these people who would like to have a business. So mm-hmm. imagine getting to meet someone who's done what you want to do right, for absolutely. 50 years absolutely. and excelled at it. Mm-hmm. And tell you everything that's going to come. That's priceless, up. right? But <clears throat> in this world, those if those women don't come back, am I over the time? <laughs> oh my God. What happened? Did I say something bad? No, you said something great. It's seven thirty, Jeff. Good night, everybody. Have a <laughs> and t- tip your waitress. As as we're wrapping up, give us the gist of the the um. Just wrap up for us. What are some of the tips, the things important for people to know, where they should go, all that good stuff and fun stuff? Well, um, summarize. I I would say you run the risk of just spinning the wheel of the yellow pages and nailing someone who's going to actually help. I, I... don't mind talking to people. Mm-hmm. I, I can give them five minutes, and it probably would put them in the right right direction. Even if you're in Topeka, wherever that is, <laughs> and Dallas, Texas. But you get my point. Um, I, I have a, a. It's not really a website, but it's a thing where you could write in a question. Oh, good. At yes. um, I think it's jeffhobie.com. You just have to know how to spell me. Nice. How do you spell you? J F F. And then H-O-E-B-E-E. You may have to pause it and grab a pen. But that is where you can ask a question. And it asks for your phone number. I prefer totally to talk, not yeah. to text. Right. Like you. You're a big texter. You're, yes, I am. And you fire uh, them off like yes. a machine gun. Yes. <laughs> which, which is awesome. But I don't have a lot of time to talk, but I do admit that talking is so much easier because you right. can get, you know, you could say something that will take you half hour to write in like yeah. under five minute. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And you also can feel what people are feeling when you're Absolutely. talking to them. So. Yeah. And that's how I work. But so that's a website. So you have a website, Jeff. That's no, so cool. no, 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 no. I have an online application where people go to do an application, and I have that question form. I don't have a website um, yet because it it wouldn't it doesn't make sense yet. Okay, so that is Jeff Hobie dot com. Yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? I have about another hour of stuff, but. <laughs> You've um, got like five seconds. Um, 
<laughs> trust the people. It's literally in this world there are still bad people that will That's take tough, advantage Jeff. of you. Yeah. Trust. Yeah, happens all the time. Yeah, trust. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to Masters of Home Ownership. Are you ready, Jeff? Yeah, I'm okay, gonna, okay. I'm gonna Let's belt it. it out this time. <laughs> <coughs> Let me clear the mechanism. Go. Yes, please. Go ahead. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Masters of Home Ownership with your host, Marlene Cruz, and Jeff Hobie. Oh, nice job. I think yes. I nailed it. I, I I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, one. that was really good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Have a blessed day. Bye.